This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith and a culture against faith. So let's talk about Santa Claus one more time. Let's do it. Which, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry it is Christmas. the week of Christmas. Yep, yep, yep. Hope you're in the holiday spirit. Yep. Oh, man, we should have wore ugly Christmas sweaters mm. for these episodes. I don't own one. Cullen James. I don't like them. I don't like them. I mean, literally, we call them ugly Christmas sweaters. Why would I own something that I think is ugly? Because it's funny. It's a joke. Okay, so do you own a Hawaiian shirt? Actually, no, I don't. I don't own one either because I think they're ugly. Like, I, like I'm just not going to wear Like, I'm not going to keep something that I think is ugly. It's just something I got to store all year long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a you'd be a horrible person to invite to a holiday party. <laughs> oh no, I'd be great. I'd be I'd bring jugs full of eggnog, <laughs> but I just wouldn't wear an ugly Christmas sweater. Not even if it was an ugly Christmas sweater party. Mm, probably not. I'd just wear a normal sweater and like pin the word ugly on it or something. Ugly and Christmas, <laughs> ugly on the front, Christmas on the back. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last week, I'm sure it kind of felt like I was poo-pooing on Santa Claus. Yeah. Which I, I was. Yeah, kind of. Um, but as I said at the end of the episode, I do think there's a way to save Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm going to do with my kids. Um, I haven't done it yet. I had them, I had them, they just went home, um, and they're going to be with their mom, my ex, until Christmas, so I'll do it on Christmas when I give them the Santa stuff, but I did start the conversation today because we went, as I'm trying to create my own holidays, right, so if you're new to the show, um, this is my first Christmas being divorced, and so I'm trying to establish my own holiday traditions with my kids, um, independent of things that we've done in the past. And one of them that um, I want to do, and I can't remember who gave me the idea. wasn't I don't think it was original to me. Um, but I wanted to take them and let them pick out their own Christmas wrapping paper. Hmm. And while we were there, we got a wrapping paper for Santa to use. Ah, when he comes by the house. Um, but I think the way that you can resolve this is, number one, being, being less secretive about the divide between yourself and Santa, if you're a parent, mm. right? Like, hey, yeah, we got, we got Santa some wrapping paper. Like, he has to wrap your presents too, so we got Santa some wrapping paper. Making that divide less, like everything being this kind of massive surprise about it, I think will help alleviate some of that. And as you enter into having these conversations with your kids, the other thing I think that can happen here is I think it's okay. And I think kids are happy to do this if you just tell them, hey, this is a story that we pretend with. Like kids have so such big imaginations they have no problem saying that oh we have to pretend Mm -hmm. 
And like they love like my kids love dressing up and role playing and all that. Like I don't think saying that we pretend like deters from the tradition. Yeah. Um and the other thing I think you can do is well, it's exactly what you had said previously. It's it's taking it's not necessarily taking the mystery away from it, but it's like the mystery of your relationship to Santa, right? It does mm-hmm. kind of take that away and allows you to still have that fun without lying to them. Well, and see, that's the deal. The lore and the story can live on. Right. In the same way that it lives on for us adults, and it's still fun, that doesn't go away just because kids now know that it's yeah. not real. Right. Um. I think what I th- I think the better way to do this is to root Santa in the tradition of Saint Nicholas. So if you don't know, Saint Nicholas is an actual saint mm-hmm. um, from the third century. He's born. In 270 AD in Turkey. And he's known for his generosity. He was a very generous person and had a reputation um, of secret gift giving, just as a thing for being generous. Mm hmm just as a kind attempt and effort. And that's where Santa Claus is rooted in. Mm. A real person that lived in the 300s. Um, I just realized that might be where we get the secret Santa thing from. The, yeah, yeah. All, all of it is rooted. Well, no, no, yeah. no. But like the actual idea of not knowing who's giving you the gift. Oh, got you. Like, Got you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Um, well, and here's a fun fact about him. Not a whole lot's known about St. Nicholas, but one of the earliest lists we have puts him as an attendee of the Council of Nicaea. Mm. Interesting. So, um, I think the way to make the Santa lore and story live on is rooting it in the generosity of St. Nick. Yeah. Um, and... And you can talk to your kids about how legends evolve. And we have other ones that are very easy, right? Right. I mean, think about dinosaurs or unicorns, right? Like legends evolve. Nessie, you know, all these Nessie, Loch Ness. Um, <laughs> uh, but all of these things evolve and it's okay to have this conversation with your kids about how they evolve and you say hey there's a dude named saint nicholas he was born in 270 a.d and died like in the mid 300s or mid to late 300s and um he was a very generous person and he just liked to be kind and so he gave people gifts Mm -hmm. and people wanted that story to live on sure and so we made up this tradition called santa claus and it's kind of evolved into what it is now, and none of that's a lie. Right. None of it's a lie. It opens this kind of open line of communication with you and your kids, 
but you can still tell them, hey, we do this. It's fun to pretend. Like there's a lot of fun um, activities to do and we love that it stands for generosity and those kinds of things. And you can still set all of that up and leave all of that out there without setting your kids up for the devastation, right? Like when it happened for you, you were shooketh. Yeah. It it, it, it kind of rocked, rocked my you. world as a kid. Yeah. You can save your kids from that by opening this conversation and and you can still tell them like, hey, remember, we pretend and some people let their kids pretend that Santa is real, mm-hmm. a real person. He's not a real person. For us, he's just a story that lives on from this other guy. But don't tell anyone that he's not real because you don't want to ruin the fun for someone else and their family the way that they do it. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you always have the risk that a kid might let it slip or, or something like that. Right. But, I mean, they figured out eventually. eventually. Yeah. By the time kids are talking about it, I mean... So, I mean, you definitely have that fear, but I, I I think there are ways to alleviate all of the concerns that people have about Santa Claus. And as I said last episode, if you didn't watch it, you should go back and listen to it because I explained all of, or a lot of my problems with Santa, not all of them. Um, but a lot of my problems with Santa and most of my problems with Santa revolve around the way that Santa's understanding of who deserves a gift is very different than the way Jesus understands who deserves a gift. Right. The way that Santa, just to recap, chooses who deserves a gift and who doesn't is based on the naughty or nice list, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas Santa, or with Jesus, it's a freely given gift. Correct. You know, um, not based on your own merits. Correct. Freely given, not based on your own merits. It is an incongruent gift, meaning you didn't earn it yeah. um, or work for it. Meaning it, meaning the size of the gift does not match what you deserved. Right. Yeah. Correct. Versus Santa Claus is a very congruent gift. Yeah. Right? You get the thing you want. Or you get something that's useless to a kid, mm-hmm. coal, and it's worse than getting nothing because now I got to do something with it. Yeah. And so you're you're left with this kind of irreconcilable conundrum about these two mysterious figures and the way that we communicate to them what their value is. Right. One says your value is in the things that you do. The other says your values in who you are. Right. That's, that's the more important message for me, that your value is in who you are, not in what you do. Right. So that's my big qualm with Santa, and, or my biggest qualm. I got lots of them, but... We talked a lot about them. Right. We talked week. about them last week. And so... <clears throat> As you wrestle, and look, as as I always say, I'm not telling you that, I'm not telling you how to run your household about Santa. 
Um, you do what feels right to you in each of your own convictions. I don't think any of it is quote unquote sinful or anything like that. Like, no, don't, don't hear me saying any of that. I just realized for the place that I was in life, that there were some things that I was uncomfortable with personally about the Santa legend and tradition that made me uncomfortable doing that with my kids. And, and so I thought and processed through all of these things about how, how to try to reconcile these things. And I feel like I came up with a decent way. Yeah. And I've heard lots of people having these same conversations. Um, so I had this conversation the other day in person, and I've seen this conversation happening a ton on Instagram. Mm. Um, and so I know there are people out there asking this question, and I feel like this is a good way to resolve most of the dilemmas that are presented by Christians and Santa. Right. Because that is the other thing. This is a uniquely Christian issue. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, exactly. To back up what Cullen is saying, I just realized it. He actually has Santa Claus ornaments on his tree. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, 100%. He's very supportive of the idea, just done in the right way. Yeah, I mean, um, my kid, we bought Santa wrapping paper today. Right. With my kids, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm very supportive of Santa. My kids will get a gift from Santa this year. Mm -hmm. They will each get one gift from Santa. We watch Santa movies. Mm -hmm. We talk about Santa. All those things. But it's also, Santa's not a real person. Right. Santa's a story That's right. that has evolved and in his evolution, he's come to some things that I personally now have a dilemma with. And so I'm finding a way to keep the things of Santa I love while reconciling the things I don't love by rooting him back in the story he was originally meant to represent. Right. None of it's a lie. Yeah. And none of it, none of it's a buzzkill. Right. Like literally, you can still do all the same stuff. You can even make the cookies and lay them out with the milk. And you can still even take bites of them and do all of the fun things. Mm -hmm. And you can even still make it a mystery. It can even be a thing where it's like, oh, who, who ate the cookies this year? Was it dad? Was it mom? Was it grandma? Was it uncle so-and-so? Mm. Right? There can still be other fun mysteries and new traditions that are born out of it. Where Santa lives on, but in this new kind of fresh, equitable, kind of incongruent way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I don't think, well, let me say, I know I'm not the only one that has these struggles because I've seen other people, thousands of people having this conversation yeah. on Instagram. And I think... Like in anything, right? I mean, I don't know enough about when the Santa Claus tradition like came to be. And honestly, I'm not even sure where the Christmas tree thing came to be. Actually, actually that's a, like the Christmas tree is an, a pagan thing that came from the Egyptians. Um, oh, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. But every good Christian in America has, has a, Christmas a Christmas tree, tree with an angel on top. With an angel on top. I don't have one. It, it has no top because I couldn't get the top I wanted. He but wanted the Baylor helmet. It, it will be a, a gold Baylor helmet on the top of that thing next year. Yeah. 
they I guess because it's the end of football season though they were sold out mm. of the of the like replica ones right so I couldn't get it this year but it it will happen there will be a Baylor football helmet on top of that but that's hilarious I don't know when the Santa thing started but Saint Nicholas lives long time ago yeah like 14 centuries ago yeah Anything that happened that long ago that is turned into lore or fable or story or tradition is going to evolve. Sure. And anytime it evolves, it evolves for, you know, for a myriad of reasons, but. And based on culture too. Yeah. Once it evolves, all it does is get one step further removed from the original story. Right. Fine. We do it with everything. Right. But once it evolves so many times over and over and over again, each time it evolves, it's solving some problem. Yeah. Well, in solving those problems, as it gets farther away, it can create new problems. Mm -hmm. And so we have to evolve it for the problems that it creates. And the way you resolve those is just to go back. This this is the exact same reason that history repeats itself. Right. Is because we make the same decision to solve a problem. Yeah. And those decisions over time compounded create a new problem of which our only solution is to return back to the way we used to do it with some kind of improvement and try to do it over again, at which point we're going to make the same mistakes and do the same stuff over and do it again mm-hmm. until we kind of resolve it, hopefully. This is why we say history repeats itself. It's the same thing with Santa. We have just reached a point where I don't think it's a helpful metaphor the way that it exists today, at least in pop culture, for Christians. And so here's a way to return back to the original story of St. Nicholas, who, oddly enough, right, hence his name, St. Nicholas, so he's got... He's got plenty of Christian backing in that. I mean, he's at Nicaea for crying out loud. Right, yeah. Um, it's not like Santa and Jesus are in like in uh like incompatible, right. incompatible because they literally originated in one guy mm. or like Santa originates in one guy that happens to also be a Christian. So it's like there are ways to make these things work. We just have to get creative in them. Right. And I think by taking it back to, hey, St. Nicholas was a real person, and this is what he did, and this is how we've chosen to let his, uh, let his light shine yeah. all these years later. And it fixes a lot of problems, still allows you to have all the fun with Santa, and it brings the focus back once again on Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's my other thing is, even though Christmas is literally about Jesus and his birth. It feels more about Santa Claus. It feels more about Santa. Yeah. And so here's a way to still keep Jesus at the center, not give up Santa, but bring Jesus back to the center of it again, Mm -hmm. because even St. Nicholas is giving out incongruent gifts to all who have need or how he so chooses as a Christian 
at Nicaea, doing the things for the faith, literally being the hands and feet of Jesus. And that's what we have an opportunity. That's the story we have an opportunity to return our kids to.